Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Drew, we're so happy. You you brought up memories. The next conversation we have, we'll have to tell some <laughs> mad bomber stories. You brought up uh, Clint Longley and that famous day. I don't know if I ever told you this. I went out to do a huge story on Longley because he had disappeared from the face of the earth. Yeah. I probably called you back then when I was working on it for the morning news. And I tracked him down, and he kind of raced out of his garage trying to get away from me. And being the intrepid reporter that I am, I kind of pursued him. Uh, I wouldn't call it a high-speed chase. Let's just call it a moderate-speed chase. And so he went out toward the ocean on one of those little side roads uh, in Corpus. And I followed him out there. Uh, His wife is in the pickup with him. And I just thought, you know what? The the morning news has sent me out here to Corpus. i got to get my man. And uh, mm-hmm. I looked up, he had turned around, and it was like that scene out of, like, Footloose or something, Drew. The Mad <laughs> Bomber had it wide open coming right at me. I, I had the good sense to pull on off that road and watch the Mad Bomber. And I said, you know what, yeah. I've, I've tried my best. This is, this is one interview I'm not going to land. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. <laughs> Steven, do you like it when we have Drew Pearson on just so I can tell him stories? <laughs> well, listen, I'll tell you, that was a great interview, and I'm very happy for Drew being in the Hall of Fame, as I know you are as well. But the main thing I took from that was I need to hear more Clint Longley stories from, from you, <laughs> from Drew. Bomber. I mean, the Mad Bomber, my goodness, running people off the road on a, on a side road in, uh, in Corpus Christi and... What, what like an old-time newspaper story from Matt, like putting his life in danger to get a scoop? I'm not sure people at the uh, at the Athletic are doing that. <laughs> That's right. They're worried more about the national anthem, whether it's being played or not at Mavs games. It's Mosley and Simcox. We are rolling on a Wednesday. Woo, it's getting chilly. Steven, what's that temperature showing uh, there at the Alan Samuel Studios? Have you looked? I mean, it's it is. Yeah, uh, it's it's cold today. We are currently at uh, 34, and it's going to drop tonight. Got some wow. freezing rain in the forecast tomorrow. It looks like. Oh no way, Stephen can make it in tomorrow. Stephen, you got to spend the night right at one of those little hotels right across the street from the station. Okay, we cannot have you. I of course have my home studio set up. Um, and I, although I love being in the Alan Samuel studios, love it, man. Most times I like being in there, but Steven, you need to, uh, you need to take flight and, uh, you need to guard against. So I want you to tell the owner of the company, uh, I want you to drop by and say, Gary, I'm going to need to stay in a hotel room tonight to make sure I can be on the air tomorrow. All right. And then tell me how that goes. I'm going to go the other direction. I'm just going to pour like oil on my road tonight and tell them that uh, I can't get I can't get in, guys. It's frozen over. It's too slippery. <laughs> Take all your equipment home. Okay. Take all the, uh, what do you call those things? The something box, the Comrex box. Take it all home with you so that you can do the show tomorrow. We got a big show planned for you today. I mean, as big as it can be on all day to talk. I mean, it's one to two. I mean, it's strange, but it is great. It's strange, Stephen, but I'm. it's growing on me. <laughs> Love a one-hour show. In fact, the rest of my radio career, even if it just lasts till tomorrow, I'm going to request a one-hour show everywhere I go. Hey, listen, I only do one hour. All right? That's all I'm capable of doing. One to two we go today. And, Stephen, I'll tell you. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
All right, let's go to the Allen Samuels Studios, our breaking news sounder, uh, as Stephen is in the newsroom. Go ahead, Stephen. What do we have? So, Matt, this ties in with the story that we were going to lead with off the top here, so I'll try to bring everybody up to speed with what's going on. Uh, Matt mentioned it a little bit earlier, or kind of alluded to it, but there was a story that came out in The Athletic yesterday about the Dallas Mavericks uh, and Mark Cuban making the decision to not play the national anthem at home games. They haven't played it for the first 13 games of the season. And Mark Stein just put this on Twitter. The NBA just announced that all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. And a statement from the commissioner's office said, with NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back in their arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with longstanding league policy. So suddenly we got uh, a situation here with the Mavs and the NBA. All right, and Cuban had said that he had made his in, uh, his decision in concert with the NBA and that they were on board with his decision not to play the National Anthem. And, and just so people remember, they're just now letting some fans in for free that are like first responders who've had the vaccination. Those are the only people that are allowed in to see a Mavs game. And if you've seen the Mavs on TV this year, you know they don't. They might not have fans even if they let them in. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in. I had to get that in. Um, <laughs> but they, other teams, Utah had 4,000 fans at their game last night. Oh, I love those Utah Jazz. Golly, they're good. They are really, really good. And they've won like 16 out of their last 17 games. But. Uh, Mark Cuban, and this was a story in The Athletic. Let's give Tim Cato, our old friend, some credit here. People had been going to these games, but they hadn't even noticed because there are no fans, and they just got out there, and, and they didn't they didn't play the national anthem. And they started the game, and apparently opposing coaches and players, no one even noticed. I think they still did the uh, starting lineups. Now they have a smattering of fans in there, about a thousand fans, first responders. Come on in here. Paramedics, nurses, doctors, we love you. Come watch these lowly Mavs. Come watch these gentlemen miss every three. Actually, Porzingis. How about that? Porzingis coming off a big game. Wow. Love it when Porzingis gets rolling like that. Scores like 36 points, has all kinds of rebounds. But, um, Stephen, the, uh, it did become a big story. Mavs choosing not to play the national anthem. Now, it made me think of other sports, like a Baylor football game or any college football game for that matter. They don't. They play it. They play like at Baylor. They play Texas, our Texas, all hail the mighty state. Stephen, are you offended by Texas, our Texas? Do, do you kneel during that? Can't say I that I have, Matt. Written. I don't know what it was written. I don't know. I don't know if it's offended anybody or not. Um, but Texas Our Texas is still being played, followed by our national anthem, usually played by that Golden Wave band. Thank you, Bugwub. Thank you, Bugwub, for what you do. Thank you for your marching. Thank you for your diligence. Thank you for always showing up wearing those polyester uniforms, even in the immense heat. Um, I like the Bugwub, and I like the national anthem. All right, and I stand and um, I stand at attention, and uh, and I put the I put the hand across the heart. Now again, you don't have to do that. You can take off your hat, look at the flag, 
you know, I've heard over the years, you know, not everybody does the hand over the heart. That's okay. I mean, I think that's, I think that's an optional deal, uh, honestly, when you kind of start studying this. But most of us stand up in attention, watch the flag, and, and, and kind of let it wash over you. Think about the sacrifices that have been made in our great country, and that's the way we do it. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm not saying now when I'm in the press box up there eating ribs and everything I can get my hands on, I'm not saying I'm always, like, back to my seat in time for the anthem. But I try to be. If I hear it, I'm like, boom, hold Mosley, put down your nachos. Let's, let's stand at attention. Let's look at the flag, okay? Let's honor. Let's honor, folks. Uh, Stephen, in, uh, in these times, obviously, starting with Kaepernick, people were using the national anthem as a time to protest. And I get it, man. That riles some folks up. Other folks think it's okay. Um, I am curious what our people think about Mark Cuban deciding not to play the national anthem. I mean, in some ways, there's no fans in there. I mean, it would just be the players standing. In some ways, not playing the anthem is a little bit of a genius move in that, Stephen, you don't have anybody choosing to kneel or do anything that might, you know, bring about uh, some form of controversy, some form of protest, whatever. People react to these things in a different way. All right? You and I haven't made some hard and fast, oh, my gosh, Simcox, what is your opinion? Should people be able to kneel? Oh, Stephen, you've now angered all the people of McGregor. No, no, I haven't asked you to do that, okay? I don't think everybody's out there waiting to know, what is Mosley? What are they? What does Mosley think about this kneeling? No, but what do you think about not playing the anthem at all? Mm-hmm. Because it then creates an atmosphere where um, nobody can kneel. You just don't have the anthem. And quite honestly, with nobody at these games... I mean, does anybody really care if they're playing the national anthem or not? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they. Maybe there's this thought that the NBA should always mandate that the national anthem be played, and that seems like what the NBA has decided here, that they are going to uh, command the teams to play the national anthem. And by the way, Stephen, it's this athletic story written by Tim Cato, Journalism Still Lives. Democracy dies in the darkness, Stephen. Um, I think that's what they said, the Washington Post. That is. That was their line. I'm not sure if it still is, but that was their line for a couple of years. <laughs> um, all right, Stephen, how did this impact you? Like, when you first heard the Mavericks were not playing the national anthem, were you worked up? Were you nonplussed? Mm. Were you, what was your initial reaction? And by the way, if our people want to respond... We do have a CNC collision text line, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Or you can call us on that Freddie Kish line, 254-662-1660. Yeah, I thought in a lot of ways, Matt, it was a good compromise because you kind of ran down there. Uh, then you, you don't have this opportunity for it to become this kind of uh, lightning rod type issue. And I remember back in the summer when, you know, when the bubble was going on, right? Like the story suddenly became 
Jonathan Isaac from the Magic was standing during the anthem, and he, he was, and I think like Myers Myers Leonard did for the Heat too, and th- those guys were suddenly the outliers. Where for a long time we were singling out, or or the newsworthy aspect was who was protesting. It became who wasn't. Um, it, it, maybe this was a a good compromise, and I wouldn't necessarily miss it. Like it seems like it went off, and again there weren't fans there, so people didn't really know. But the employees that Tim interviewed were like, "Oh, I didn't even really notice until somebody said something about it," and we haven't got an explanation as to why. I just I get that it's become a tradition in sports. I feel like we could go without it and be fine. I know and we had this discussion around like college football where college football players going to protest. And I feel like for the most part, teams don't really – the national anthem is played before college football games, but teams aren't on the sidelines. And that's kind of how the coaches have handled it in a lot of ways in that sport. Uh, and maybe that's where the NBA goes next. Maybe if the Mavs have an issue with this, they decide to stay in the locker room while the anthem's played – uh, I just think it's become such a discussion point and it's it's become more and more not even about the protest so much as it is who's doing who's who's doing what that this was a good compromise but it appears that also omitting it is uh, is is an issue as well so now the NBA is is pushing back and it's it's always curious too, Matt the NBA and I know they have a really good relationship with their players and they are known as a players league. But will will the players come back at them at all with this? Because they it seems like that league can mandate things like playing it. I know for a long time they had the mandate where uh, players were supposed to stand and you know be at attention for it. If the NFL did that, I think we'd be having a huge story, huge backlash from these players. But the NBA, even though it appears to be a much more um, outspoken, socially conscious league in a lot of ways, the NBA can seemingly do things like this, and there doesn't seem to be a huge firestorm amongst uh, amongst the guys that are that are playing the games. Yeah, yeah, I boy, all that is very interesting to me. I'm also interested, Stephen, in like what our folks are thinking out there, um, and and what you just said is really right that the NBA socially conscious. That's a correct way to put it. I mean, this is a this is they've kind of led the way. In all of this, Stephen, on our uh, on our our own little personal text line, um, I have just told the guys. I don't know if you've seen this. I've just made the announcement now in in, in uh, response to what the NBA is doing, uh, Stephen. I've announced that Simcox and Mosley, we will play the national anthem at the start of our every show. <laughs> Sorry, every Ronnie Foss. <laughs> You're getting two. scraps. That's our new theme song. <laughs> Oh, Stephen, you've made an announcement, too. We will follow this with America the Beautiful. Gee whiz. This is going to be a very patriotic show. I think people are going to like this. Mosley is saying, oh, somebody's going to be out there. We're making fun of the national anthem. No, no, we're not. Come on now. You will find Mosley and Simcox at all events standing at attention. Hand over heart. Stephen, do you do hand over heart, or are you kind of like a I do hand over hands heart. at the side or hands behind you? Yeah, I'm typically a hand over heart guy. Hand over heart. And do you sing it? Do you do you use that beautiful voice of yours <laughs> to do you sing it? No. Like even if you're covering a game, could, could like could you could you kind of look over there and see the young Simcox? singing out loud no i've never been i've never been one to sing it i might if i get caught up in the moment i might ma- kind of mouth the words but i'm probably not going to sing it out 
That's my favorite thing about like uh, college or high school games. You get crowd. Some of those Baylor crowds used to really. You'd get some women that would. You know, it's like, hey, this is my opportunity. I'm out here. I'm gonna get a. Gonna I'm get, a soprano. Like they, I'm gonna bring it right now. Like they, it's like Whitney Houston showed up, like in section 128. <laughs> oh man, this is really interesting. All right, Stephen, let's look. Let's look at the text do you wanna, line. Any? Do you want to take a break any, and come back with this, or you want to? You want me to read a few responses before we? Well, go our, we we uh, oh, we got our Big Twelve basketball. Okay. Yeah, we need to do the Big Twelve basketball report. Brought to you by NeighborWorks Waco next, but we can come back to it a little bit. The one forty, if our people are fired up about this, I was hoping people would want to hear my story of scouting last night. One of the most sought after guards in the nation performed one block, one block away, and I, I went over. Whoo, Stephen, I went over and got a. Got to look. Got to look at a kid that, boy, Duke wants, Kentucky wants, the Baylor Bears want, everybody in the country wants this kid, and I took a peek. We'll talk about that at some point. But, Stephen, go ahead. Yeah, give us a little feedback on what our people are saying on the national anthem. Yeah, Greg in Waco says it does bother him. He likes the anthem before sporting events. He feels like uh, it's not American to not play it. Um, John in Waco says maybe Cuban's trying to get the attention of his team. Uh, since their play is not currently that great. I don't think that's it, John, but thank you for your feedback. I like that. I like that. We, we got a 254 number that says they expect guys to uh, to stay. They're getting paid a lot to play this game. He expects them to stand and uh, respect the anthem. Um, we got a Dave, our buddy Dave in Belton says it doesn't really bother him if it's not played. He says, I stand and sing the national anthem, but I don't think I would notice if it wasn't played at a, at a sporting event. All right. Good feedback. We may jump back into this a little bit at 140 and let some folks sound off. If they want to call in, uh, you can do that always. And we like to work our calls in. If you want to call even now, we would uh, probably find a way to work you in even during the uh, Big 12 basketball report. That number, uh, that Freddie Kish line is 254-662-1660. And uh, love that, uh, that CNC collision line where the uh, text line 254-662-1660. All right, time for the Big 12 basketball report. A Big 12 coach loses his mind last night. That's next. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Jackets and umbrellas needed again today as it will be cloudy. Areas of drizzle, scattered rain, and highs only topping out around 41 degrees. Rain likely tonight as temperatures slowly fall to 34. And a cold rain in the forecast for tomorrow. About a 70% chance right now with a high of only 39. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense, plus to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw 
www.waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access their programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. All right, Cooper Complete Supplements are backed by Cooper Clinic physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. Well, I believe in Cooper Complete. In fact, all through this pandemic, I've been taking the Cooper Complete Supplements. Now, I want to talk about one in uh, specifically here. The American Heart Association, this is American Heart Month. Uh, it's uh, February is Heart Health Month. But recommends adults consume at least two servings of fatty fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. Studies show omega-3 fatty acids can decrease your risk of heart disease and heart attack. And if you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. Let me tell you how to do this. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Use the coupon code on coopercomplete.com, Baylor10. All right, that coupon code is Baylor, B-A-Y-L-O-R, of course, 10, the numeral, uh, the numeral 10. Uh, and just uh, use that coupon code on coopercomplete.com. You will be amazed at uh, at what uh, this does for you. And I swear by this stuff. I just really, my great health during the pandemic, I attribute to, uh, and again, I'm not saying I have like years of medical experience to back this up, but I know I feel better when I am taking the Cooper Complete supplements, and that's why I try to do this on a daily basis. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. Dodge Journey is the best value available in third row seating vehicles on the market. Alan Samuels President's Day event is going on now with deals on the 2020 Dodge Journey. Values up to $6,500 or 0% for 72 months plus $2,000 in combo cash. Or check out the 2020 Jeep Renegade Latitude with total values of $6,750 or 0% for 72 months plus $2,500 in combo cash. Located at 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. 
Dallas Mavericks has stopped playing the national anthem before home games at the direction of owner Mark Cuban. The Mavericks do not plan to resume the tradition to play the national anthem before games in the future. Kansas City Chiefs placed outside linebackers coach Brent Reed on leave following last week's three-car accident that left a five-year-old girl in critical condition. Three games in the Big 12 as Baylor continues to stay on hold last night. TCU gets the win over Iowa State 79-76. Number 13 Texas gets past Kansas State 80-77. And number 7 Texas Tech falls to number 14. West Virginia 82 to 71. Tonight, the number seven Lady Bears are on the road in Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Pre-game at 5:30. Tip is at six o'clock. You can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for our weekly Big 12 basketball report on the Matt Mosley Show, brought to you by NeighborWorks Waco. Have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? NeighborWorks Waco assists Central Texans in the home buying process. Learn more at nw-waco.org. All right, Stephen. I appreciate it. Love NeighborWorks Waco. As you said, nw-waco.org is how you find that website, and uh, I, I like to drop by. I know the uh, pandemic has changed how we do things, but uh, that office they have in downtown Waco, near downtown Waco, 922 Franklin, that's a fun place. They do a great job, and the uh, they've just got a team there that not only has a servant's heart where they're, they're trying to reach out and help people get in those first homes, maybe clean up some credit issues that folks have fallen on, and uh, but they also have realtor backgrounds and um, the uh, CEO, Roy Nash, what man, he's done it for he's been a realtor for about 30 years. And so he has a great understanding of where the houses are and how to get you in those houses. And so love that staff over there. And in fact, we'll start to highlight them as we go here. Good to have them on with the uh, NeighborWorks Waco Big 12 report. Stephen, um, We'll hear from him in a minute. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. We'll uh, we'll tweet it out, and uh, you can just kind of search on Twitter or search on Google, Chris Beard, B-E-A-R-D, and you will see the meltdown that he had last night, late that game. It was 77-71, and there was a call. It was a two-possession game, and instead of uh, a kid was trying to call a timeout on the ground, they ended up calling a foul on Texas Tech, and that was going to make it a three-possession game. And the coach for Texas Tech lost his mind. And, Stephen, this was, uh, this was, uh, there were some officiating issues in this game. If you watched it, it was West Virginia at Texas Tech. And sometimes you get the home court advantage, sometimes you don't. Didn't seem like Tech did last night. I think not having big crowds at these games might impact that to a certain extent. And Chris Beard had had enough, and he let the, the the officials have it. I mean, he he screamed at them like crazy, and then Stephen he went over and he fell down onto his rear, and apparently that was kind of to show how the uh, West Virginia player had been down on the ground trying to call a timeout, and then he gets up and he storms over, and you're like, uh oh, what's he doing? He's headed over toward the West Virginia huddle. And he fist bumps uh, Bob Huggins, the uh, legendary West Virginia coach. (laughs) 
Wasn't going to get out there without some good sportsmanship. Said, hey, coach, Mm -hmm. nice. Good game. Good game, coach. Good game, coach. Walks off, turned around, tried to have a little more lip. And so when he hit the ground, that was when he got tossed. That was when the officials were finally like, you've had enough. You've had enough. You're out. You're out. Sorry. You're out of here. And uh, I noticed last night, Fran Fraschilla said after the game that, hey, these are great officials, but this was a – they had a bad night. He's like, players have bad nights, coaches have bad nights, and officials have bad nights. And he felt like this crew may have had a bad night. So, um, you know, he agreed. Fran, big uh, kind of our official analyst of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, he agreed. But, man, they sent they sent Chris Beard packing. And, uh, Stephen, let's, uh, let's let our folks hear a little bit from – Coach Beard, this is Chris Beard reacting uh, after the ball game. No, there was no message there. I just thought that, um, you know, sometimes from a coaching standpoint, you got to, you know, fight for your players. And um, obviously college basketball, you guys know the drill. Um, You know, Big 12 policy and all that. But, uh, you know, I would just say that um, from my point of view, uh, the West Virginia player was calling for a timeout on the floor. Um, I could see it and hear it where I was standing. Um, it's still a two-possession game at that point. Um, you know, if, if that call is made, then we've got a chance to set up our press and, you know, still have a chance to play the game. Um, that call sent a 90% free throw shooter to the line, and it's going to separate the game to a three-possession game. So um, you guys know me. I've been in this league five years. I don't think I've ever gotten a technical. At Little Rock, I think we got one. Uh, that's not my deal. Um, I know what bad officiating looks like. I've coached at all different levels. These guys are the best of the best. Uh, these three guys out there tonight, not only do I like, I respect and trust them, um, but just in college basketball, sometimes you got to fight for your players. Uh, and, I, and that was my decision uh, tonight to do that. I like that. No apologies. He did say kind things about the officials, but uh... – Steven, sometimes you have to fight for your players. And at the end of it, he kind of, you'll see on the video, Beard uh, kind of took off on a trot. He ran out of the Coliseum into the into the locker room. He, <laughs> the Tech fans were going crazy. They loved it. Steven, uh, when you get beat at home and you're the never number seven team in the country, that's not a bad way to go. It's just kind of. Kind of go hard at the officials and then run off the court. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of make you look like the hero going down in flames with the ship. Um, I mean, I, I get it. It's a frustrating call. I understand why he's upset. I, if that fires up the guys and gets them going moving forward, that's fine. Same time, though, like the game is clearly over. And was the officiating bad? Yes. And Tech maybe pulls that one out, but they're still down by four. With 23 seconds left. That's not an impossible deficit, but that's a, a difficult hill to climb. You have to get some help from West Virginia. Um, seemed a little bit like overkill to me, but hey, this is Beard. He's a fiery dude. That's why those guys play hard for him. And, I mean, they have a culture there at Tech. They're hard-nosed. They're going to make the game ugly and make you work for everything. So I think this is just kind of another example of that with him uh, going to the floor, going to bat for his guys uh, against the refs. All right, I like the guy. Um, As uh, one of our friends pointed out on Twitter, he's now in the conference. He's he's not got a great home record in conference. 
trying to think what it is, Stephen. If you look at it, it's kind of unsightly. I don't know if it's two and four or three and four, whatever it is. It's not what you would think of for one of the best coaches in the country. Stephen, do you ever look up sometimes at week to week and see certain teams at places where they're ranked and you're just kind of like, what? Like, Tech's good. I mean, they're a fiery little team. I like McClung. He's a great player. Uh, I like Shannon. I like uh, he's a, he's a good player too, Shannon Jr. But Stephen, like, uh, do you do you think of them as the number seven team in the country? Do you ever look at these rankings and just you're kind of like, wait, how did they get to that? I don't. I just don't. I have not seen anything this season telling me that Texas Tech is a top ten team in the country. Other than I do think there's immense respect for this conference. Yeah, I think that's the thing, is there's kind of a Big 12 bump, which is interesting because I feel like Baylor is definitely one of the two best teams in the country and can make a deep run, but I'm I'm curious as to why it's kind of stayed that way because, for instance, the college football, you really don't get respect unless you get to you know the promised land, get to the playoff, whatever it might be. And Tech was in the national title game not too long ago. But it feels like a lot of years in the past few seasons, the Big 12 is very deep. There's a lot of parity, but they kind of beat up on each other, and then nobody really gets out and makes a huge run for a national title. Kansas did it a while back. Uh, OU made the Final Four, I guess, with that Buddy Heald team. Tech did as well. Um, but there, there, there's something to be said about kind of getting because Kansas State and part of it's their Kansas too, but they stayed in the top 25 for a long time. Texas hasn't budged much, even though they they escaped with a win last night. They're kind of in a rough way right now. I just think there's a ton of respect for Big 12 basketball. And for instance, if you finish 500 or even a little under 500, you're still in the conversation to be a tournament team. Yeah, exactly. And one of those teams, Stephen, you're talking about, and of course this is the NeighborWorks Waco Big 12 Basketball Report. Go to uh, nw-waco.org to find NeighborWorks Waco. Great group over there. Texas Tech 1-4 uh, at home, by the way, ooh, in conference play right now. Ooh, one in, yeah, number seven team in the country, 1-4. Man, that's rough. That's a rough deal. Good for you for looking that up. Stephen Kansas in Oklahoma State play the other night. All right, that was on Big Monday, and I watched that. I watched some of that ball game, and um, you know, I it is good to see Kansas showing a little fight, as we both knew coming into one of those Baylor games, that Baylor Kansas game uh, in Waco, and and it might have been right around then that David McCormick had shown some fight. And that post player had shown some ability to get some things done on the low block. And uh, he against Baylor, he got in foul trouble. He was really poor shooting that night. It did not go well for him. But he does have nights where he'll score over 20 and kind of have the look of a dominant player. He's not as big and physical as Doak, uh, Udoka, as a bouquet. Mm-hmm in the past but he's he is a big dude he's a load down there and and for instance I mean he's one of the few guys I think from a physical standpoint that could kind of stand up against like your guy at TCU Samuel Kevin Samuel I um Samuel's taller and and just as big and thick 
but McCormick is just a shorter guy who can bang a little bit. And when he's on, Kansas is at least a formidable type team. I, I, I think we're all disappointed in what we're seeing from Oklahoma State. I think they fell to about, I think they're like five and six now in conference, and they may make the tournament. But Caden, uh, Caden, Cade Cunningham was supposed to be one of the best players in the country. He still may go top two or three in the NBA draft. And what you're seeing, though, is a player who just has some growing up to do. And the college level is not going to be the showcase for him that some people had hoped. He's tall at 6'7", 6'8". He's put together. He's He's got obvious uh, ability. He can handle the ball. He can pass the ball. He just doesn't – he just hasn't put it all together yet. And he's going to go to the NBA even though he's not quite ready. And he's going to be one of those weird kids who kind of like – kind of like Halliburton from Iowa State who he'll be better at the NBA level than he is in college. I said this the other day. I think I could find five players between Baylor and Gonzaga. Jalen Suggs, Timmy, Kispert. Uh, uh, and then when you put the Baylor kids in, Davion – Maybe Maceo, certainly Jared. Um, you, you could find almost five or six players that are better college players than Cade Cunningham right now. That's crazy to say because Cade Cunningham may go first overall in the NBA. But I think it just shows you that he has some growing up to do. But uh, also, Steve, another action. Uh, Horn Frogs did beat uh, Cyclones 79-76 last night. Cyclones have been trying. They got killed by Ole Miss. Stephen, did you take a peek at this one? You're Because you are a TCU graduate, you would be the one guy that would want to kind of take a peek <laughs> at TCU against Iowa State. Anything stick out to you? Did Mikey Miles have a big game? What was the what was your takeaway from that ball game? Yeah, I was watching on uh, on ESPNU, and, I mean, they basically grinded out of victory. Miles was actually out. He had an illness that was oh. apparently non-COVID-related. Uh, but he missed the game, and Iowa State was actually up like nine in the first half, but TCU kind of slowly chipped away. RJ Nimhard from Keller was was good, and the Cyclones, they've been close. Actually, like, this is their third game in a row decided by single digits. They just can't close at all. They got Solomon Young, who's a pretty good player, and that's about it right now. They've, they've really kind of fallen off, but, uh, yeah, TCU kind of able to, to grind out a win with one of their best players against a, a very bad Iowa State team. Did uh, did K State, who lost to Texas by three eighty to seventy seven last night, did K State actually beat Iowa State earlier this season? Am I correct they in did. saying that? Yeah, Iowa State still has not won a Big Twelve game. Kansas State's won one, and that was against Iowa State. I have Kansas State down as the worst college basketball team I have I have seen. All right, and I'm not. I, I, let's say this: the worst Power Five team, and and part of this is Baylor makes people look bad, but the lack of resistance in that ball game earlier this year when it was like 41 to 5 or something or 41 to 7 it was 38 to 5 i think at one point steven that's that's what the lady bears do to people that's what the lady bears go out and do to people hey we're going to we're we're going to we're going to outscore you 55 to 8 in the first half okay that's what kim does it's not supposed to happen in big 12 men's basketball and it happened to uh to to, to Coach, 
I just I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with this coach. Yeah, they lost uh, to Fort Hayes State earlier this year, which is an NAIA school, and they're se- Fort Hayes State. You might say, oh, are they like tearing it up in NAIA? No, they're seven and eight on the season, but they beat yeah, K State. I thought Fort I thought Fort Hayes State was was a military base. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is uh, it is Mosley and Simcox doing some jokes, doing some bits. All the way through the one o'clock hour, one of, considered one of the great one-hour shows in America. Uh, in fact, recently voted best one-hour program in the country, and uh, we appreciate that. All right, Stephen, um, we will finish out. I got some scouting news for you. Did some scouting. We've got some Cowboys news that's interesting. And then also, some of you guys wanted to sound off a little bit more on the Mavericks not playing the National Anthem. Are you upset that Mark Cuban has decided to not play the National Anthem? Well, the NBA has reacted. The NBA has reacted to that. We discuss it next. Coach Kim Mulkey and the Lady Bears on the floor tonight. The seventh-ranked Lady Bears in Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Lady Raiders tonight. 5.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off tonight. Join Maggie Davis-Danette and the voice of the Lady Bears, Bruce Geetson, for Baylor women's basketball tonight. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Genco, our goal is to build long-lasting relationships while providing complete financial solutions for each step of life's journey. Our members enjoy fewer fees, lower rates on loans of all types, and higher yields on a wide variety of savings options. That's just a small part of the credit union difference. Visit Genco online, on Facebook, or come by one of our five locations today. Apply online for membership. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union. Since 1953, NCUA Equal Housing Lender. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. All right, let's talk about your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. February is time to come see uh, Alan Samuels. Uh, boy, this is just unbelievable. Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, of course. Uh, February is the time to come see your friend in the car business during the President's Day event. Love that President's Day event coming up. Of course, everybody's going to be off of school. Stephen, I'm sure, will be off of work that day. I don't know about that. Something great about buying from Alan Samuels, certified J.D. Power again this year, the winner of the Customer First Award for excellence for uh, for its dealership. Ram is the three-peat Motor Trend Truck of the Year back-to-back-to-back. This truck is built to serve you. It's perfect for whatever your lifestyle calls for. Check out the new Ram 1500, 2500, or the big 3500, the top safety pick for trucks to be named in 2021. Uh, Stephen, as a young man from McGregor, you should know this. Impressive towing capability, heavy-duty payload, multifunction tailgate, Multi and the uh, blind spot monitoring. Man, as a man who's had neck surgery and I have little mobility in the neck, I've lost my range of motion. 
I need blind spot monitoring. Be sure and check out the new Dodge lineup, the first domestic brand ranked highest overall in JT Power's initial quality study built for performance. Your friend of the car business, Alan Samuels. Cold weather is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old drafty windows. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And right now, they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. That's online at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. Just call BB Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services, your need is our priority. Call BP Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292-8908, your need is our priority. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Dallas Mavericks has stopped playing the national anthem before home games at the direction of owner Mark Cuban. The Mavericks do not plan to resume the tradition to play the national anthem before games in the future. Kansas City Chiefs placed outside linebackers coach Brent Reed on leave following last week's three-car accident that left a five-year-old girl in critical condition. Three games in the Big 12 as Baylor continues to stay on hold last night. TCU gets the win over Iowa State 79-76. Number 13, Texas gets past Kansas State 80-77. And number 7, Texas Tech falls to number 14. West Virginia 82 to 71. Tonight, the number seven Lady Bears are on the road in Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Pre-game at 5:30. Tip is at six o'clock. You can hear that on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Almost taking us back to the 70s or something. Holy, that's almost like that almost sounds like KC and the Sunshine Band or something. Yeah, Who's I've that? been a. You're you're not a Avengers guy, I know, but uh-uh. lately I've kind of been on a kick of watching those movies again. Yeah, and in that universe is Guardians of the Galaxy, and that they have that's kind of the soundtrack to that movie is oh like some old Motown stuff. yeah old Motown yeah. type stuff yeah yeah. That's good. That's good. I like that. Last night, uh, I was uh, thinking about uh, memorializing. We've had too many people die recently. Stephen, by the way, a lot of sports writers are dying and sports broadcasters. I'm like, ooh, this is, you know, people die in every field in life, but this is uh, dying too soon. We lost one 
Uh, that Therese Taylor from uh, Yahoo passed away at age 37 yesterday unexpectedly, mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was very scary. But on a, on a, a better note, uh, an older person who died that had a nice long life was Mary Wilson. And, Stephen, that was the founding member of the um, Supremes. The Supremes. Stephen, you heard of the Supremes? I have, yes. Now, many, many years ago, they disbanded. I mean, I think that by 1976, they might have been finished. But the Supremes, man, they were... They were big time, and um, and so we lost Mary, and uh, but she was the only one who ever got Don Cornelius from the Soul Train. Now, Stephen, when I was growing up in the '80s, you know, a white kid in Kaufman, Texas, that didn't have a great grasp, I would say, of black culture, other than going over to Shannon Park and occasionally being let in a basketball, like a you know, a, a pickup basketball game. Uh, I, I watching Soul Train was one of the great experiences for a kid. Don Cornelius, who had this great voice, would come on and he would say Soul Train, and he had this unbelievably great low voice. And it was a dance show. Uh, it was mostly sort of Motown hits, seventies, eighties, and it was dance music. And uh, anyway, the Mary from the Supremes, they showed an old clip. And she was one of the only people that ever got Don Cornelius to go through the dance line. And, uh, wow, that was a cool moment. And Don kind of, Don was a tall guy with that great leather, oh, beautiful, uh, soulful voice. And then he would, and he came down that dance line. And, Stephen, it was like with a strut every step, man. He had a little bend in his knee, kind of a, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but it was great. So anyway, we um, say goodbye to a lot of good folks who we've lost over the weekend. Pedro Gomez, uh, sports broadcaster for ESPN, longtime uh, great uh, broadcaster. Uh, we lost him. So uh, really, really a tough time in the sports community. Stephen, I want to see what our folks think. The national anthem. I, I mean, I the Star Spangled Banner. Stephen, I mean, I this is a this is a uh, a song that uh, you have always stood at attention. You put your hand across your heart. Well, unbeknownst to us, the Mavericks stopped playing it. The Dallas Mavericks just said, "Nope, nope, we don't want it. We're just not going to play it before the games." Well, there were only a few reporters and the media people at the games. No fans. Apparently, the opposing coaches and players didn't even notice. First 13 home games of the year, nobody noticed. And then yesterday, the Athletic, one of the, uh, what, what is that, Steve, kind of a new uh, website that they write about things. Um, and Tim Cato covers the Mavericks. And he wrote this thing. And then later it was uh, uh, Cuban commented that basically he, uh, he you know, he he didn't see uh, he he oh, he had consulted the NBA and he decided in November just not to even have the national anthem. He had previously said if his players wanted to kneel during the national anthem, he might get down there with them. Now, 2017, he said he would be there with his hand across his heart and he would expect his players to do the same. Because of Black Lives Matter movement in the aftermath of George Floyd's killing, um, he changed his stance. And so he just decided to just not have one at all. Now, like at Baylor games, for instance, Stephen, I've talked about this. They just don't they they play it, but the players aren't out yet. 
Now, I saw it at some high school games this year that I attended, and I did see players kneeling. Now, nobody made a big deal out of it. I'm sure uh, some of the people in the stands looked down there and were like, oh, no, I don't like seeing that. But I didn't really hear a lot being made of it, quite honestly. But I did see kneeling. What, what Cuban decided to do was not play it at all, and the NBA has come back with an announcement just in the past hour and a half and said, uh, we will, uh, we've sent out a memo and we expect all our teams to play the national anthem before games. All right, our country's national anthem. Stephen, they will have to go back to playing that at Mavericks games. And, of course, this all came about because of journalism. Stephen, it lives. It's still out there. Somebody wrote about it. And, and so what I kind of want to know on our Freddie Kish phone line, and uh, if you don't catch us, J-Mo may want to hear from you on this. Um, he may not, Stephen. Uh, the, uh, the, also, the, uh, the, Stephen, the uh, CNC Collision uh, text line, you can text us, 254-662-1660. Are you happy that the NBA has told Mark Cuban that he has to play the National Anthem? Or, or are you fine with Mark Cuban? I mean, one of the reasons people hate it, I, I get it, there are some people that hate the thought of people kneeling or showing in their minds disrespect toward the National Anthem. All right? Not playing it prevents that any of that from happening. Just not playing it. Now, there will be fans starting to come back into some of these NBA arenas. For instance, I, I heard Austin recently said, you know what, we're going to take our level threat down from like a 5 to a 4 because our cases are going down. You don't always hear that a lot. You don't always hear that. But that was a positive thing that's happening right down the road in Austin, Texas. I'm just curious what our people think, Stephen, of, uh, of the National Anthem not being played at Mavs games. Were you okay with that, or are you glad the NBA has responded? We're happy to read some of your uh, text messages live on the air, 254-662-1660. Stephen, your thoughts. When you found out the NBA had responded by saying, you got to play it, are you glad? Do you not? Are you apathetic toward this? I mean, you're still a stand-at-attention man. I mean, you hear an anthem, Stephen, even like if you're in the studio by yourself <laughs> monitoring a game, you hear an anthem, you're on your feet. You're on your feet at attention. I mean, that's how you grew up in McGregor, Texas. But uh, that's how I grew up in Kaufman, Texas. You hear an anthem, boom, you're on your feet. All right? What do you, Stephen, are you, do you think the Mavericks were doing the right thing, or do you think the NBA is doing the right thing by saying, hey, play the anthem like we told you to? Yeah, I uh, I was surprised the NBA is pushing back with this mandate, because as I said in the first segment, typically the league is very outspoken and socially conscious, uh, but it does seem like they have been able to kind of mix that with the business interest as well of trying to keep everybody happy. Now I will update and say Mark Stein says uh, that he talked with Cuban and they're going to comply with this. They're going to start playing the anthem. I thought in a lot of ways it was a good compromise by the Mavs. I don't have an issue with it not being played before games. Um, I understand that it's a traditional thing, but it's not like we're playing the anthem before 
a lot of other jobs that go down or that kind of thing. It's just uh, it's become part of the framework of the sporting event, and I know it is important to people. Uh, our our audience is overwhelmingly in support of the NBA. Uh, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. We have had a few people though. John chimed in and said, hey, if the anthem's played, I'm going to stand up and put my hand over my heart. But if it's not played, I'm not going to stop going to sporting events. We have had a few texters, though. Uh, Greg in Waco says this makes him not want to watch the Mavericks. The fact that they weren't playing the anthem as they will now comply with the NBA. Um, He should try watching them. That would also not (laughs) make him want to watch them. Greg, how many games have you watched this year? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. I'm not sure you're the NBA NBA target demo. Tell him to watch the Jazz if he wants to watch a good team. <laughs> and uh, our guy David Belton also said he's kind of apathetic to it. But yeah, if if you're asking the question, whose side are our people on? It's it's pretty much overwhelmingly folks are saying they like that the NBA has, has kind of pushed back on this issue and and requiring the teams to do it. Really interesting stuff, Stephen. Um. And uh, we will continue to stay on top of it. Our, our, the, uh, one of the top hours in the country has come to a close. Uh, another great hour on the station is the JMO show. And, uh, man, a decorated show, a decorated broadcaster in John Morris, voice of the Bears. And uh, John will take this and run with it. And you never know who John has on. Oh, every day it's always somebody that's kind of interesting, a, a huge Baylor type person. I mean, I thought to have the softball coach on top 25 softball program, Glenn's turned that thing around, which you love to see. And uh, Stephen, tomorrow I want to remind our people, Kim Mulkey, the uh, leader of those Lady Bears, 105. All right, right at the start of the show, 105. We'll talk to uh, Kim Mulkey and get her thoughts on everything. All right, COVID, her team, the great Dijonay Carrington and uh, Sarah Andrews, Hannah Gusters, Nalissa Moon, Dee Dee, Stephen. I'm just naming names now. All right, it is a, a Bickle, Caitlin Bickle. Let's see if I can name the whole starting lineup. Who is in the? Who am I missing, Stephen? Am I missing a? a oh, Queen Egbo. Am I missing anybody? Did I name the whole starting lineup? I think I got them all. Moon. Melissa. And Bruce Geetson's just shaking in his boots with your the knowledge you're showing off right now. Golly. I just know my Lady Bears basketball, all right? All right, everybody, have a great one. Even Coach Howler's out there applauding right now. He's just standing applause. Matt Mosley, a good former Baylor Bear. Okay, everybody, have a great day, and we will talk to you tomorrow at 1 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody.